Hey, what's going on, everyone? It's Nurse Blake, and welcome back to the Nurse Blake podcast. I am so excited because we are back in the studio, back in the office. We haven't been here since August. Did I just say August? I said back in the office. Yeah, we've we've been gone a while. We have been gone. I can't believe the last time I got my hair cut with my barber stylist was in August. You know, I was so worried about you on the tour uh-huh. because you you had to find like random barbers in different towns and it, it worked out. It you worked never out. had a bad haircut. It wasn't bad. They yeah. weren't awful, but I was super happy to be back with my girl. You look good. Yeah. But I was like, I can't believe I haven't seen you since August. That's crazy. Wow. And of course I need to do my intro. I'm here with my husband, Brett, with two T's. Hey, what's up, everybody? We're back. Good to be back. In Florida. This episode is episode 36. We missed you guys last week and hope everyone had a great Thanksgiving, a great holiday. We are talking all about ER versus ICU nursing. Fun. We're going to talk about the emergency room versus intensive care unit. The drama. It's like, I know, I feel like there should be like, what are the like tug of war? Like squid games? Yes, Ooh. like Squid Games for ER versus ICU. Oh, that would be intense. That'd be so fun. We're actually, speaking of Squid Game, that's actually our game. We're going to play this episode. It's going to be called Rewatch. Um, uh, rewatch, Watch Once, or Cancel It. So we're going to compare <gasps> oh, all these fine. TV shows or movies on Netflix. These are all ones we've watched, I From assume? Netflix. Okay. They're all specific <gasps> to Netflix. Oh, I love it. So people are going to learn a lot about us. Yeah. You could tell a lot about a person based on their quality of on their taste. Netflix uh, profile. Yeah. Or history. 100%. Or their, their suggestions. You know, Netflix knows you better than your spouse probably knows you. I know. Mm-hmm. Ooh, they know everything you watch. Mm-hmm. Not be checking on their history. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Um, so the tour is over, complete, Aww. finished, sad. Bittersweet. It was definitely bitter. All good things have to come to an end. This is just a temporary end because I think we're going to be adding some more cities next year. I'm excited. So I'm so excited. 55 shows, 75 days or something crazy. Let me tell you, it was so much more work than I expected. It was? for sure. I thought I'd be able to get other stuff done, you know, like Uh NurseCon stuff and other other things that we work on. And there was no way. I was exhausted. We didn't typically get back on the bus till like one in the morning. Right. And then it would drive all night, which you could barely sleep. And then we'd have to do it all over again. All over again. But it was so fun. So I want to thank everyone that came out. There were over 50,000 attendees that came um, between all the shows. So it was so exciting to meet all of you, to laugh with you, and to see you. So shout out to all of you. I hope you guys had as much of a fun time as I had because it was a blast. It was awesome. And I also want to shout out to Crystal Nash. She sent us Christmas gifts. So cute. Really cute cell phone case holders. They're adorable. So thank you so much, Crystal. It's our first holiday gift we've received. Oh, nice. I do have to, it's been months, but I feel like I could get them this week. Um, My Crocs, I still haven't received my Crocs. Oh, that's right. This is an ongoing saga. Yeah. Because the gift card that I got has been in the boxes that we've been waiting on a shipment for from the bus. Oh, so our bus ended the tour in Seattle. Yep. And then it took like five days to drive it all the way back to Atlanta, which is where the charter company is. So we shipped everything back. Yep. So I'm waiting for it and to get here so then I could get my Crocs gift card. Hopefully today or tomorrow. I'm so ready. I'm so freaking ready. Um. Oh, by the way, guess who's getting the bus? 
Who's getting my tour bus next? Who? Bad Bunny. What? Yes, Bad Bunny. That's my favorite thing this week, Bad Bunny. That can't be your favorite thing. No. That's another man. Oh, Bad Bunny. He's an artist. He's an artist. It can't be your favorite I thing this week. I love Bad Bunny. You're just excited because you slept in the same bed that he's going to be sleeping in. A hundred percent. Do you think they changed the mattresses on no, those No, Bad Bunny and I practically will have slept together oh in the God, next few please, months. Please, please. <laughs> All right, what are we talking about? I see My favorite thing this <laughs> week is, com- uh, my favorite thing this week are a few different things, but the Adele album dropped. So yep. my favorite song is, Oh My God. By Adele. Oh my God, what? That's her song. Oh my God. Oh my God, what? Oh my God. Oh. It's so good. She's actually going to be doing a Vegas residency. Just announced she's going to be doing weekends in Vegas. Okay, that's awesome. Weekends with Adele. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's Just weekends. Just weekends, I think. That's cool. We're actually planning, since I didn't do a PTO tour stop, comedy stop in Vegas, to do like a big nurse weekend out in Vegas next year. That is going to be... Insane. I don't know what that's going to look like yet. We're early it's in the works in right the now. Works, it's early, early. But that could be really wild. Be so fun. Be so fun. That'd be crazy. Yeah. And then we could all get these nurses there and then we could go and like crash Adele's concert. <gasps> no. <laughs> yes. And I could get on stage and perform. Mm. I could perform. I could mm. perform with Adele. Mm. I, I can definitely perform with Adele. I'm mm-hmm. a singer. I'm just kidding. No, it's a good <laughs> album. Good. By the way, Blake does not sing on his tour. Do I not? You don't. Oh, no. I Which don't. is great. Right. Which is wonderful. It's probably a good thing. I'm a horrible <laughs> singer, but you can't hold a note either. Oh, not one bit. You can't. Oh, by the way, happy birthday. Oh, thanks, babe. Do we cover? No, we haven't no, talked we about not. your birthday. Happy nope. 40th <gasps> birthday. Oh, my four God. Zero. My heart just stopped. How is it? Probably from my old age. I. You know what? I don't feel a day over 39. Wow. Well, yeah. you are. But I am. But you I are. Am. Yeah, no, it's fun. Uh, my birthday was the day after Thanksgiving. Um, it's fun because I was born on Thanksgiving and so I'm always around that holiday. So I always get a four day weekend. In fact, you oh, know what? Nice. Everybody takes off for your birthday for my birthday. That's, so what do Except you, for nurses? Cause they're okay. Well, I guess. So are you excited about this next <laughs> entry you have? I'm really excited. Yeah. I think this is, I think my forties is going to be my best. Oh, that's so fun. Yeah. I love that. I'm really excited. I love that. Typically when people turn 40, they get a uh, Botox. Not me. Oh, nope. Nope. Maybe in your thirties. I have good skincare. <laughs> oh, I, I actually drink do. a lot of liquids. I do not enough water. You no, don't but, drink no, enough but water. Liquids, though. I don't drink enough water either. There, I mean, all liquids are probably water based. I am going to share my skincare routine this on Instagram soon. Oh, that'd be fun. Yeah, that'd be fun. You get a lot of messages about that. I know, I'll do that. Yeah. Oh, also, I want to wrap up and talk about the awards. The yes. Nurse Lake Awards closed um, on Tuesday the thirtieth. Yeah, we had so many entries, you guys. So actually, we just sent the names off um, to the sweepstakes company. Yep. So they're going to be pulling winners. 13 winners won the grand prize, Tesla, or $25,000. And then we Two have- Two first place winners of $5,000 each. each. And then we have 10 $500 awards. It's so winners. fun. The biggest one yet. I'm so excited. Huge. We're going to- I feel like- since like NurseCon, the app, like people, you know, how to apply through the NurseCon app. I feel like we need to do some more NurseCon giveaways. I think we should keep it going. I think we should keep it going. Why not? It'd be so fun. All right, I'll work on that. Ah, that's so fun. What are we going to give away? I don't know. I don't know. So cool. It's got to be different every time too, I feel. Yeah, we could do like a, yeah, every quarter, yeah. every month or we've something. we've done the Tesla thing two years in a row. That was the Nurse Blake Awards. And you did that primarily sweepstakes style because during the pandemic, 
you just felt that was I wanted like to do something, something really yeah. big and special that was just like where anybody could participate. Yeah. Um, historically, the Nurse Blake Awards has been where you nominate someone, you yep. tell a story, and it's this. It'll go back to that next year. That's exciting. Which is so fun because you nominate like either a professor, a nursing student, a preceptor, or a nurse, and then my audience goes out and votes on the winner and they get a cash prize. I can't believe you've been doing it for four years now. I know. So Isn't cool. that crazy? It's really I love cool. it. I love it. So um, back to ER versus ICU. Do you know the difference between the two? Yeah. Yeah, ICU is long-term care, right? And ER is... It's not long-term okay. care. All right, that's... Okay, yeah, that's probably not the right... I mean, it could be. It could be. But it's it's not like... Um, emergency room is you never know what's coming in. You're going to stabilize the person. Yeah, and then you're going to you're gonna send them either to the floor or to, you know, the it's ICU. The floor. the floor. You're going to go to the floor. They're going to the floor. Which floor? Whichever floor they need to what go to. What floor? If it's a med surge floor, if it's a step down floor, it's, it's an ICU floor. Ice. Oh. Yeah, they're just going to go to the floor. We're going to send them up. <laughs> send them up where? You're what send if it's a one story hospital? You're going to send them up. Where do you go? You're going to send the patient up. Oh. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's so funny. So it used to be called like ER, and that's what like I even like to call it, but now it's switching to ED. Yeah, which sounds like erectile dysfunction which every time I see it. It does, but now it's all about ED, ED. I work in the ED, 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 ED. I think ER sounds more sexier, but does. to be more correct, when you say um, ER emergency room, you don't work in one room. You work in the department. Well, yeah, but just the ER they are in sexier. rooms. Unless it's an outdoor department, you're yeah. in rooms. The ER is sounds much sexier. Way sexier. I love those shows, all the ER shows. So, so both the ER and ICU are going to care for, you know, urgent, severe, life, sometimes life-threatening medical conditions. You know, you do get the people coming to the ER with a splinter, mm-hmm. you know, with the little paper the cut, the man flu, all yeah. these different or things. Or the woman flu. Or the woman, no. I get offended because I get the man flu. Uh, yes, you sure. do get the man flu. You get the woman flu. What is this? No, there's such thing as a man flu. All the nurses know what I'm talking about when I say yeah, man probably. flu. You, you get a little a little snuffy nose and you're out for a week. Yeah. You're out for a week. Well, yeah. Oh my gosh, I can't. Um, but in the ER, um, you know, you don't know really what you're going to get. But sometimes in the ICU, you really don't know what you're going to get. Right. Um. But nurses in the ER have to work with patients who aren't fully diagnosed yet. You know, you don't know what condition they have. So you got to bring them in, stabilize them, and then go through the diagnosis and treating stage. Sometimes on the fly. Because ER is fast. Like, boom, 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 boom. I feel like there's kind of like ER nurses are just like crazier or messier because there's so much going on. And the ICU nurses are more like organized. It's like an organized chaos. You think even outside of work, that's just their personality? Yes. Uh, oh, ER nurses and ICU nurses <laughs> are in their own category. Really? Yeah, I would say so. Okay, fun. Which is so fun. I yeah. mean, I love, I, so talking about where I've worked, I've worked in the ICU liver transplant floor intensive care unit in Houston, which was a lot of fun. I was never an ER or ED nurse, but I did work in the ER and in the ED as a part of that department in their injury prevention right. area. And it was my job to manage um, different types of injuries that we saw come through our ED. So like 
falls was a big one, motor vehicle crashes. So I would actually respond to all the traumas and I would go and see what was going on and work with the ED and stuff. Oh, and then I would that. work with the ICU too. Yeah, we had our little trauma pager and we'd get called to go go see and go help. That's cool. Yeah. And that's where I think it's kind of like, it's emergency as a department. I mean, the emergency department does a lot of many different things, which is why I feel sense. like that's one of the changes from like switching from ER to ED. Right. Because like injury prevention, what you did, it falled under that department, yep. but the you, trauma you department were trying to prevent thing. injuries out in the community. So right. you weren't technically in an emergency room. room. During, yeah. It was okay. a department. Yeah. It okay. was a department. Well. <laughs> department. <laughs> um, so the ER nurse personality types typically don't have the luxury of being too detail oriented or meticulous because they only have time to assess, react and move on. So it's right. definitely, you know, it's pretty chaotic. Or, or I, I would say even in the ER, it's more like organized chaos. And in the ICU, it's just organized. Yeah, I could see that. Because, I mean, you're you're admitting... Diff- With ICUs, you're often a s- somewhat of a specialty, perhaps, too, right? There's like a neuro yeah. ICU, a yep. PICU. A, right. I've, I've been picking up on some Uh There's like neuro ICU, med surge ICU, uh, medical ICU, burn, surgical burn ICU. ICUs occasionally. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Burn trauma ICUs. Yeah, so they're definitely specialized. Okay. Um, and in the ER, you just get everything. Right. So with the ICU, you already know what you're getting. You're right. not stabilizing. You might diagnose a little bit, but the major diagnoses yeah, have happened. Yeah, for sure. So let's say if you had someone, because I also worked in the neuro ICU uh, here in Florida, and at one of the level one trauma centers. And if we would get, you know, uh, a person that came in with a, a brain injury, they would just come straight up to the ICU. They wouldn't go through the ER. Oh. They would just come straight up Who to the diagnosed floor. diagnosed that? The EMS? Yeah, they would, and they, they would have the, the team there and everything. Yeah, because it was a level one trauma center, like all the doctors would be there and we would know what we were getting and be prepared. Got it. So, so it's for, and they would come like right from the flights. Oh, so like life flight. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Would bring them right onto the floor. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. Now, this may be a really stupid layman question, but surgeries, mm-hmm. do those happen in the emergency room? You you're in a motor vehicle crash, uh-huh. you come in or you literally stumble in and you've been shot. Uh-huh. Do they like perform on you right then and there in the emergency room or so there's bedside procedures, like things like thoracotomies, which is when, you know, I talk about it, they crack the chest open Ugh. at the bedside. I mean, Ugh. they do that right in the trauma bay. Yeah. So wow. they're set up to be able to do real, like, I mean, if something's really bad and they have like a second, like an thoracotomy, they'll just crack the chest open. Yep. Um, but most of the time the ERs are connected closely to the operating room. So okay. the person will be stabilized and then go up to the operating room. Most people that are walking into an ER are not dying, right? No, no, that's no. Well, no, it's no, not unusual, but like the average person walking in the ER is not like about to die. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you get both. You get people like the thing with ER and what makes it so challenging is when you're on a 12 hour shift, you're going to have a patient come in with a little, you know, uh, a stuffy nose, and then you could have someone that gets dropped off with multiple gunshot wounds, right? at your door and you got to be able to care for them. So you get both. Right. Right. You get patients with CPR in progress from EMS and the paramedics and stuff. Oh yeah. So, Oh, that makes um, sense. I mean, if someone does pass your, you know, that's fun. I'd be in the ER. Yeah. You'd be in the ER. Yep. It, it is a lot of fun. Would be in the I, ER. you know what? I need that adventure. 
the adrenaline. Mm-hmm. Is someone going to be an ER nurse? Yeah, maybe I'm going back the to school. ED. Going back to school, oh, baby. Get it. Get that money. I love that. And then ICU, typically patients already have a diagnosis, so you could somewhat be prepared with what you might expect. And like you said, there's different specialties. Um, ICU uh, takes longer to transition. Um, some patients out, you know, because they're in the ICU for a longer time than most ERs. So ERs, the patient's stabilized and they go up to a floor. Either they're in med surge, a step-down unit. So when you say the floor, you mean like a normal hospital room? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's the difference between a floor, the floor, a normal room, and an ICU? Just the designation? There's You're more cr- They're more critical. critical. But like yeah. where where do you define that line? Like how do you... Who decides you should go to ICU versus like just the unit? So typically there's nurses that operate like all the beds. So they, they're triaging the patients as they come in and then where they should go. But, but right oh, so now- nurses make the decisions sometimes. Yeah, most times. Cool. Yeah. They're like yeah, the bed management power. system that, that, that does all that. I love yeah, that. Yeah, so they know like what whatever the diagnosis is and where the patient needs to go. And you hope that unit or floor that- ha- they have a bed that they right. have a room, right? You know, we talk about uh, ER, they have like borders now where patients are just filling up the hallways because all the other units are so busy, Wow, you know? So, so sometimes when an ER or ED or hospital so busy where they can't take any more patients, they go on diversion, which means no patients can come here. So you have to take them, divert them to another hospital. Okay. So we but did, if you walk in off the street, We'll it's be able to help thing, you, but, like but you can't bring in yeah stuff. ambulances and wow. patients. So we went in Houston when I was working at the level one trauma center there, we would go on diversion a lot because it was just get so busy. So we would like, trade between like Bentob and Memorial Herman because they were right, you guys next, were to right, right next door, which so is pretty you, convenient. You had the Houston Zoo, <laughs> Bentob, and you had Memorial Herman like right there too. Oh, I level thought Bentob was the Houston Zoo. I thought that was the nickname <laughs> for Bentob. The zoo. <laughs> the zoo. The zoo. Because it is pretty crazy there. Yeah, we were known to get a lot of, I'm trying to think, it was Bentop was more of like the gunshot wounds. You had more puncture wounds, right? Mm-hmm. Like stabbings, gunshots. And then they would get more MVCs at Memorial Herman. Yeah, but they impact. had life flight access, like a right. lot more. So we didn't have a helicopter team. Okay. So we would sub out to like PHI right. uh, and they were their own like life flight team. But Memorial Herman has their own life flight team. They're sexy outfits and oh, their helicopter sexy. Yes. They had a TV show. Memorial Herman flight. Really? Team. Yeah. They were on like one of the oh, networks. That's cool. Yeah. Oh, that's fun. So they're super well-known and popular that's and fun. they know how cool they are. Yeah. They yeah, know those how cool they are. are. Yeah. They know how cool they are. Sexy. Um, so ICU nurse personality types are very meticulous, borderline OCMD. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's typically structure to your shifts uh, and attention to detail. Um, because you only have two patients typically, you know, in the ICU. Really? Still, even in... In the ICU, you have one to two patients. Wow, that's cool. Okay. In the ER, you have between four and eight. Right. And you have to manage all of them and it's wild. It's so crazy. That is crazy. It's so crazy. But in the ICU, you know, you're pretty much capped. Not just in California. But like in most states? I mean, I know some ICUs are taking on three patients right now, which is like crazy in an ICU. Okay. Well, for good. a short set. No, it's not good. You don't need three well, no, patients. No, no, no. But lot. that's good that for the most part, it's a maximum of two. Yes. You know, you yes. hear about safe staffing ratios, and I, I assume that included issues in the ICUs, which it sounds like, obviously, there are issues, but that two is definitely more the norm than four or five, six patients, like a lot of the floor units. Yeah. 
Good job, Listen, Abe. Doing that lingo. Look at you knowing Four all units. this stuff. Wow. Look at you knowing all. Like my phone's gonna clicks. die. What percentage your phone on? Would you start charging your phone at night? Do we have a you cell like phone charger? You like on your phone? No, it's I okay. Know. I'm on seventeen percent. Oh, that's okay. But to keep on explaining, because I get this a lot. They're like, talk about different nurse specialties. So I'm so happy we're finally, we're like diving in here um, because we're running out of podcast topics. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) There are so many podcast topics in nursing. Like, Absolutely. We're going to film a podcast on Nurse Con at Sea, which I'm so excited to see, have people watch and have an audience. That's going to be so weird. It's going to be so fun though. It's going to be super fun. Are we doing that in, we're doing that in the Star Lounge, probably. Yeah. Yeah, not like the big theater. No, just like a little. a little much. Yeah, just like a okay. little. All right, good. But it's probably going to be in the big theater. Probably. So I just want to list, because I don't want to like miss anything. So ED nurses' main duties include accurately triaging and treating patients. ER nurses, they are, you know, on the front line. Um, they must be quick thinkers, provide the quickest, safest care in urgent, life-threatening situations. And duties can vary from icing injured limbs to treating trauma victims, car wrecks, gunshot wounds, burns, people needing CPR. And then your ER ratio, I mean, one to four to five to six depends on where you work around the country or around the world, depending on how many patients that you have. But typically you'll also have, if you look at an ER, let's say the ER has 50 beds, you'll have two trauma beds or trauma bays or four trauma beds. Beds trauma base for like the severe. That's where they somebody yeah. cut their head off kind of deal. Whoa, yeah. they're wow, yeah, it's just like hanging there. Yeah, yeah. So it sounds to me like ED nurses do do. I mean, do they have to have the widest knowledge of how to treat? Because literally anything can come in: children, adults, geriatrics. Yes. So even if you stroke, work at gunshot, a, if you don't work at a pediatric ER or pediatric hospital, but yet a pediatric patient arrives to your facility, you're treating them and stabilizing them before they're transported. So you have to know everything. So most people at urgent clinics that are around have to have some sort of ER experience. Okay. Because you think like just an urgent care clinic, like it's pretty chill. You don't need to be that experienced, but you don't know what's going to walk in your urgent care facility. Right. Sometimes in rural areas. So most of the times they're ER trained nurses. So do... Can you come right out of nursing school and go work in the ED? You can. It's very rare. Uh, they do do it, but it's like very, a lot of training. Yeah. A lot of training, which is cool, which is great. Yeah. You're going to get that much training. So, totally. But yeah, so fun. I mean, they're, I mean, the hair, everyone just looks a mess. Like, <laughs> no one in the ER is wearing figs. Okay. Like, you're just look, too much t shirts. And it's just so, it's such a vibe. It, I loved the ER nurses that I worked with in uh, Ben Top in Houston. Everyone was awesome and incredible. And I also loved everyone because I worked in the ICU in Houston. It's just a different vibe, it's a different feel. Um, so, how difficult is it for new nurses to find an ER nursing role? Oh, I just asked that. You did, and we just covered that. It's not bad. You could, I mean, it's not easy. It's not easy, but it is available. I've talked to some people that said they were going right into an ED. Yeah, and for sure. Yeah, I mean, they were certainly excited, but really worried about it. Really nervous. Because again, it's, it's like nervous. it's the interview process is hard. Yeah, yeah, for sure. They're pretty strict. You can't coast with C's. No. Do they? Okay, in an interview, do. Do you get like a grade point average when you go through nursing school? Like, is that you something that- You do get that... a GPA. Some units might ask for your transcripts if you're a new grad. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. I know in the ER, like they're a little more strict in terms of 
knowledge. Yeah, I would. Think. Yeah. So they ask like crazy questions, long interview process. Wow. Um, so like if you're interested in the ER or ED, what's the best fit? So nurses who are fast thinkers, decision makers, work well under pressure. Yes. You appreciate the fast pace and challenge of knowing, not knowing who's going to come in the door and what is wrong with them. Um, so ER nurses, when it when we look at salary for ER nurses, they're typically making on average ninety three thousand a year. Damn, that comes out to forty four dollars nice. per hour. Yeah, I definitely, I could, I do that. You could do that. I'd be a That's ER. almost getting up to six figures, baby. Okay. Get it, yep. get it, get it. You would need a financial advisor. You would need oh, to start oh investing. My gosh. I would need a savings account. Um, CEN is a certification you could get for certified emergency nurse. They also have TNCC, which is trauma nurse training and accreditation. Um, so yeah. And having an ER background is great. You could practically go anywhere with an ER background, which is really cool. So if you want to work in, uh, like on a flight team, you pretty much have to have worked in the ER. That would make sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, cool. Yeah. I love, Oh, since we covered ER, can we play our game? And then we're going to get into the ICU. Yes, yes, let's do Oh, wait, it. not done. Oh, okay. Andre from Texas, sorry. I'm so excited. <laughs> Andre from Texas. He has worked in the ER for five years. He's a member of NurseCon. Nice. And he gave us some knowledge of what it's like to work in the ER, which oh, is cool. so cool. So typically, a day in the life of an ER nurse can be from a smooth transition of stable patients to hitting the floor running because the department is on fire meaning lots of critical patients, which is something I still enjoy because it provides me with spontaneity. I like not knowing what I'm walking into. So some pros, there's never a dull moment. Even with patients who visit the ER for something minor, you never really know what's going on until they decide to tell you the full story. Oh, oh I bet the story Because you so always good. get the first version of the story. Mm-hmm. And as the shift goes on, it's like, oh, shit. Oh, like there's happened. a, yes, mm-hmm. money. So true. He was cheating on you. So true. So uh-huh. ERs are messy. A lot of security. Oh yeah. I could see that. Cons. It can be exhausting with the increased acuity after COVID. I have witnessed an increase in nurse burnout, which makes the job not as enjoyable because you're always busy. Yeah. That yeah. Sucks. That's it's, that's gotta be so tough. Yeah, for sure. And I'm sure there's short staff like everybody else. Oh yeah. And, yeah. and they have to take patients What's so nice about working on the floor or in an ICU or not in the ED is you could say, no, we don't have any more beds, but the ERs have to be like, put them in the hallway. There's we have a waiting to, we list. can't. Yeah. There's, yeah, there's, yeah. You're always going to be busy wow. <laughs> for the most part. Wow. Yeah. That's a lot. That so, is a lot. There's always like tension between the ER and ICU because we get transfers, right? So if we have an empty bed and a patient's coming up from the ED you know, we have to give a report and the ED nurse, you know, her transport brings the patient up. And then the ICU nurses, we'd be like, why is their Foley bag full? Like, oh, that's so Lord. nasty. But you got to realize, like, they are so busy. Like, they right. don't have time to do. It's all about understanding other departments. And I feel like since I've worked very closely in the ED and I've worked in the ICU, I could, I'm able to understand and relate why it's different and why it's kind of the same. I th- yeah, I think that's the biggest issue when it comes to any any working environment where you have two different people in two different roles that have to come together. Yeah. They rarely truly understand what the other person does, what and how that relates to the care that I they provide. I feel like this doesn't need to be a tug of war squid games. We need to put uh ER and ICU nurses on Survivor. I love that. That would be so Fun. cool. Or the amazing race. 
I'm going to uh, I'm going to message Jeff Probst right now if my phone wasn't dead. Do it. If my phone's going to die. Oh, okay. <laughs> cool, let's play our game. Okay. Awesome. All right. This is the first time I've looked at this. So this is called Rewatch, Watch Once, or Cancel It. Fine. I love it. Netflix-themed game. So which shows or movies would you rewatch, watch once, or suggest no one ever see it? Ooh. You have three choices for each round, and you have to place each show accordingly. Each show must be selected to be one of the three categories. Okay. All right. Round number one. Okay. You want to go first? Yeah. Okay. Squid Games. You and made. What do you mean, me? No, you, you. No, what? Like, what do you mean, me? You like the show? You a nurse Blake show, show on what? Netflix? Show like, what do you what? mean? <laughs> um, so I would rewatch Squid Games. Okay, I would watch once Made, and I would cancel you because I've never seen it. I don't know anything about it. You started watching Made, and I walked out the room. You didn't like I, it. It was, it was a not, baby that was crying the whole time. It was not yeah. for me. Squid Games was pretty cool. Squid, I could rewatch it again. Yeah. yeah I love yeah. that. Round two, Stranger Things, yes. Money Heist, or Narcos? Ooh. Okay. I'm going to have to say Narcos, no one watch, only because I've never watched it. Um, Money Heist and Stranger Things are amazing. I am actually rewatching Stranger Things right now. I just finished season one again. So I would have to say rewatch Stranger Things. And what was the other option? Watch once. Watch once uh, Money Heist. Money Heist but is I love so. Money oh, Heist nope. Too. You said no. You said only watch I once. Did. Just watch it once. Round three. Okay. Uh, Orange is the New Black, Ozark, or Manifest? Manifest, is that the one with the plane? Yep. Okay, cancel it. Oh. <laughs> Can't, I thought it was like really cheesy, but there are new seasons coming out, it so good. it's super popular, mm-hmm. but let's cancel it. Nope, you can't. You have to cancel yeah. it. You said cancel it. <laughs> cancel it. I would rewatch Ozark, yep. and then Orange is the New Black watch once. Yeah, I agree with that one. I've only seen a few episodes of Orange is the New Black. Uh, me too. I need to go and see yeah, it. I need to watch me too. it. Okay. Oh, round, round four. four. Big Mouth, yes. your favorite. F is for family okay. and disenchantment. So never heard disenchantment. So I'm going to say that one is no one should ever see that. Uh, <laughs> no, cancel apparently no it. one has. Say cancel it. Oh, cancel it. <laughs> cancel it. Um, F is for family. I think I watched like the first episode. I'd watch that once and Big Mouth I'd watch every day. I love you. Love Big Mouth is funny. Big Mouth is Ooh, so Oh, this hilarious. one's good. Round five. Love is blind. The circle are too hot to handle. So this one's mine. So okay. I would cancel too hot to handle. Yeah. It's just too, it's like too steamy. It's too much for me. Can't handle it? I can't handle it. Love is blind. Watch once and then rewatch a circle just because it's just like easy watching. It's fun to watch. Yeah, it's just fun. Yeah. yeah. I love it. I don't know how they train those people in the circle to be so over the top excited about things. They when must by be paying themselves. them well or something. It's I don't know. Cr- I would be sad crying in a corner if I was they by like myself that long. They like take away their meds long. and then lock them ah! in that apartment. So funny. Pretty good. Um, okay. Um, oh, this one is, oh, this one's mine, I guess. Mine Hunter, Black Mirror, or The Umbrella Academy. I love The Umbrella Academy. I'd watch that again. Black Mirror, I guess I'd watch once. And I've never heard of Mind Hunter before. Mm. Don't know that one. Yeah, I don't know that And one. your last one, oh, Peaky Blinders. Peaky Blinder, what's that? Peaky Blinders. That's the um, like the I don't know if it's set in England or where it's okay. set in, but it's like uh, everybody's. It's older, like mafia. Oh, you okay? You wouldn't like it. Outlander. Uh huh. I don't know what's that. Uh, is that like Highlander? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I've seen it. I've seen it 
advertise on Netflix, but I don't know what it is. And then Downton Abbey. Just cancel it. Cancel all of them. Cancel yeah. all, all of them. Cancel. Cancel them all. All of them canceled. Yay. So sad. Are we watching anything new on Netflix right now? Um, You're rewatching you stuff. Oh, we're watching Survivor season 38. We are. I'm thinking about auditioning. And I want to audition, audition for The Amazing Race. Yes. A good show we have been watching on Amazon Prime is Hannah. Season oh, three, so it's so good. good. If you guys have Amazon Prime or Amazon Video, you have to watch Hannah. Yeah. It's, it's almost really everyone good. in America has Amazon Prime. A lot of people don't realize they have the t- access to the TV shows. Yeah, to original programming and yeah. movies. It's and, really cool. It's yeah. good. I don't like their platform as much. Netflix has a great platform. Netflix's interface is amazing. Yeah, yeah for it's sure. so smooth. You want to talk about ICU with me? ICU stands yeah. for what? Intensive care unit. Yeah. So this is clean. This is organized. <laughs> so in the ICU, you're caring for the most vulnerable and severe patients in life-threatening situations. Uh, trauma victims like motor vehicle crashes, acute MIs, PEs, respiratory failure, cancer, shock. ICU patients have highly complex needs with demanding care schedules because it's like Hourly vitals, frequent repositioning, frequent assessments, especially in neuro. Like if you're working in the neuro ICU, small changes in your patients can like mean life or death. Wow. So even if you have a patient there for seven days, you've cared for them seven days in a row, something very slight can mean something so much. Um, so you have to be really good with your assessments. Wow. Um, Could someone be in an ICU just like overnight? Does that happen? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. And then sure. sometimes there's like a step-down unit, right? Mm-hmm. What does yeah. that look like? ICU step. So most patients in the ICU, they're either going to be like sedated or intubated and need like frequent assessments. When you go to a step-down unit, it's not so often they have assessments. Nurses will have like up to three or four patients. Okay. So it's not so much like one-on-one care. So it's somewhere between the floor and the ICU. Yeah. Well, no, the floor, I've, I think of the floor, it's not, it's just the floor. It's the floor. So you go to the, you, they go to the floor. There's on the floor. Oh, <laughs> well, if your patient's on the floor, if your patient's you definitely on the floor, need to pick them up. You got too many. You patients. definitely need to report that You're and get that up. Risk. But yeah, then you put some yellow socks so on. So funny that patient. <laughs> um, ICU. You know, it's called critical care, but there's pediatric ICU, neonatal ICU with the little babies, burn ICU. What's the CV ICU? Because you kept saying that in your show. Oh, cardiovascular ICU. Oh, okay. So the CVICU nurses are smart. They are the know-it-alls. They are the Harvard of hospitals. Oh, the CVICU? Yes. That's the heart. That's the heart. Good job. Thank you. Yeah. I I think they they know they're smart and they know they're better. Why? I mean, why is that? You would think the neuro ICU would be more complicated than... It's just the CVICU has this like... Oh, it's a vibe. Well, and CVICU is a lot of money. That's that? oh because oh the, all the stints and heart attacks uh, yes. and and uh, well funded plants and stuff good equipment some, yep. sometimes cardiovascular is has a lot of money in it nice that's what yep. gets uh, which uh, is NASCAR sad though but like if you if you look at a hospital all the floors are budgeted based off their patients they care for so you know you have some units that are a lot nicer than others just for that reason mm-hmm. so a, a cardiac ICU is typically right next to the cardiac 
O-R. Are you saying hospitals are a business? <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Are you saying that's that like, money yeah, 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 dictates yeah, what 100%. they do? How do you know? Really? Yeah. Wow. Even the nonprofits? Even the nonprofits. Wow, How can you amazing. imagine? Can you imagine yeah, that? We should talk about this. Oh sometime. my God. That's, <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. But yeah, so a lot of times cardiac ICU patients, they're like, you know, fresh hearts where they just came out and they're like right next to an OR just in case they need to be rushed in. Wait, wait, did you say fresh hearts? Yeah. What do you mean? Like a fresh heart. It's like a fresh heart. You mean like that they took out somebody else? It's a what fresh heart. About? Like a transplant, like a heart transplant. <gasps> oh, that's weird. Wait, so they put, they put what next to them? They're right. They're right next to the cardiac to OR. The, the cardiac OR operating room. Oh, oh. Well, Cause I mean, if they need to go sense. back into surgery. Oh, I thought you meant, heart. I think to get a transplant. Where do transplants come from? What do you mean? Where do they come from? What are from? you talking about? Is, is, is like, are they like right next to the morgue? So I worked in surgery here in Orlando and we would um, get a lot of the, um, oh, what did they call it? Like Life Gift would come in and do the organ procurement. I remember when you used to talk about And then that. also in the next room, like be ready for a transplant. Yeah. That's intense. I know. That, 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 was is, that is intense. You're bringing me back. Yeah. You're taking me back. I remember you used to talk about how they would like take bones and all sorts yeah, of stuff. Yeah, they take everything. They're taking everything. They are taking everything. I, I am a donor. Oh, I love that. Yeah, me right too. On my, right on my uh, driver's I'm license. Everyone should a be a heart. donor if you There's can. a little heart. It says donor. Uh, medical ICU. Just make sure I'm dead first. Please. <laughs> <laughs> medical ICU is medical. So that's like pneumonia, sepsis, strokes, GI bleeds. Fresh amputees. Are they all medical? No, surgical is different. And trauma. Really? Trauma is not me- medical. What does medical mean? I'm sorry, this is again. So like a- it's like a like a medical condition. It's like body related in terms of like cancer is medical, but it can be surgical if it gets to the point where something needs surgery. Um, like a stroke is a medical complication. A motor vehicle crash is a trauma. Okay, got it. Does that make sense? Mm. I mean, they're all kind of medical, but yeah. <laughs> really? You see, <laughs> well, it's, it's medicine. It's, it's so funny I, as like an outs, like from being on the inside, I'm like, yeah, it makes so much sense. But right. you're like, it's all. I mean, because to me, it's all medical stuff. So like medical to me is an extremely broad term. So yeah. it's interesting that internally you have medical as like a, it is a specific If I were to say, you know, of issues, my, you know, that'd be like, if I was in, you know, you have LED light. You're trying to do a light, right. Cause you have like, mm-hmm. you would be like, no, that's L, that's not a light. It's an LED light. No, they're all lights. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's kind of like Interesting. that. But yeah. Wow. What so, a great podcast. And you, oh, this is, people are learning so much. People are I learning. Know. I mean, this is like, they should be able to get a C&E after this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, maybe we one should, day. Yeah, we should look into that. I mean, we, we, we are that. accredited. So uh, just like you could be a new grad in the ED, which is it's hard, but it can happen. Same in the ICU. They have training okay. programs, part of their new grad cool. residency programs. Um, the ICU is a fantastic springboard for advanced practice nursing specialties. If you want to be a CRNA, you come from the ICU. You got to do one or two years in the ICU. Yep. Um, also, that they're the highest paid nurses. Yeah, they are. And it's not about a job. It's not about money. It's not about the money. It's not but about it is the a money. Business, it is about money, but we all have bills, so it is a little bit about the money. Mm-hmm. It's all about the money. Um, you could become a certified nurse practitioner, clinical nurse specialist, 
Uh, like ER, having ICU experience makes you a great candidate for all nursing specialties. Who is best fit for ICU nursing? Exceptional critical thinking skills who could work well under pressure, which is, you know, it's kind of the same as the ER, right? Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's fast thinking skills, a compassionate disposition for patients and families in tragic situations, ability to separate emotions from work and the potential loss of life, ability to adapt to working with little downtime. You know, you're on your feet, you're busy. It's a different kind of busy because you could have two patients that are intubated and sedated and you're just like watching them, repositioning them, giving them meds, charting. And then at any moment it could become a shit show. And just crash. Right. Yeah. And then you have some patients that are in the ICU like a long time. Like you're not going to have someone in the ER for like a week. Right. Right. You know, so I think being able to build a good rapport, you know, with your patients and their families is something that's it's unique to the intensive care unit uh, because in the ER, you see them and stabilize them. You know, you're really saving their life in the ER, but then they go up and get, you know, longer term care in an ICU. Right. They're really, really sick or critical. Do people ever do patients ever stay that long just on a regular unit? Would that be, or is that not common because they're not critical enough to stay in the hospital that long? Patients can, they're typically not. It depends on which floor you're talking about. I've worked on a step down floor. It was pulmonary unit and our patients were there a long time. Really? (laughs) Or there a long time. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it's, you know, like some people don't like people, Mm. you Mm -hmm. know? Oh, I know. Right. Some people don't like people. So being in the ICU, maybe, unless your patients are just intubated and sedated, then you don't really have to. That's pretty nice. You know, you still well, talk to your patient because even if they're intubated and sedated, you know. I mean, I've been to th- a number of ICU floors, like when we've walked around hospitals and whatnot, yeah. and it is a definitely a vibe, especially at night. It's it is a sketchy. it is a weird yeah, it is. vibe because uh-huh. you got these people, you know, the patients who are hooked up to everything, and it's just this. I don't know. It's just it's strange. It's strange as an outsider walking into it. It is like walking into an alien world. It is because I think it goes to like how equipment and medications can keep people alive. Yeah. You no. Know, and and heal them back. Or sometimes, you know, a lot of times we do withdrawals. So a patient will, you know, come off life support and they'll be on all these meds and on a ventilator and the families are like, No, they're breathing. I see their belly moving and it's yeah. like it's cause yeah. They're intubated. God, you know, that's it's so crazy. difficult. Yeah, it's it's hard. Yeah, that's it's definitely it's definitely hard. Fascinating. Um salary for ICU nurses, same average around mid nineties. Nice. Which is good. About forty five dollars an hour. It, so that's a substantially higher than the average nurse salary. It is, yeah. Because it's a little more specialized, I guess. But I would argue that even in med med surge is a specialty, and I've argued that before too. Like yeah. you can't take an ICU nurse or an ER nurse and just put them in a med surge. No med wait. surge, med surge. Wait, what's med surge? I thought that was operations. What? What? What is med operating surge? room? Med surge is medical. <laughs> med <laughs> surgical. That's like you know surgeries. There, no, it's like a nursing floor. Med surge. Is like the most common. Stop it. You mean this whole time? I thought med surge was like doing like knee operations and like your basic working in like a, uh, an, like an operating. So you have your OR nurses that work in the operating room. Okay. Right. But a lot of patients that 
do have surgery if it's like regular healing time, like recovery. Well, well, if they need to stay overnight, we'll go to a med surge floor. What other things would end up on a med surge floor? What other conditions? Well, med surge. So you could have like patients that came down from the cardiac ICU and they've gone to step down and then they're going to go on to the med surge floor Okay. For so a few days to go. A, so it's a step down of typically patients come into the ER. They get, depending on if they're really critical, they go up to the ICU and they kind of work their way down the hospital. So if I had, let's say a really big, like thousand bed hospital. Yeah. Is the, there are more med surge beds than any other type of bed? I would, would say, say so. Because it's just yeah. general, like kind of so. everything. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Wow. I was way off. Wow, look, you're yeah. learning something new. I, I love know. that journey That's why for we you. Do this. We've been together 10 years and you have no idea. What I didn't know what med surge was. You need, we need to give you a tour of a hospital. That'd be fun. Fun, I love that. Although I feel like I've taken you around you, a lot we've of hospitals been, yeah, before. But They're all the same. No, yeah. it's so funny. Shout out to all the awesome nurses out there. No matter where you work in the ICU or ER. Uh, you're on awesome. Floor, med surge, you know, ortho, trauma. We're all in it for the same reasons, you know, to care for patients. So, so many times I think we think, oh, I'm ICU nurse, I'm ED nurse, I'm a whatever Brett thinks an OR nurse medical. is. A med surge <laughs> I nurse. I thought you were all medical. <laughs> <laughs> we're all in healthcare. But yeah, we're all there for the same reasons and, and uh, help each other out to ultimately, you know, help our patients out. But the thing is now with hospitals being so short staffed and, you know, a, a high acuity of patients, these hospitals being overflowed you're, you might get, you'll get everything. Yeah. Probably no matter where you are. There's, you know, some, you know, neuro patients don't have rooms in the neuro ICU. So they'd be in the cardiac ICU. Oh, you know what I, you know what I mean? Like, you know, cause you just need a room. Yeah. That was very dramatic. I think I sounded very dramatic. It really brought the podcast down. Uh, (laughs) So you want to be an ICU nurse, same certifications as the ER, ACLS PALS, um, there's a CCN critical nurse certification, which typically will make that extra one to that's $2 a, dollars an that's hour. That's a big one. CCN? People talk about that one. CCN, CCRN. CCRN. Yeah. CCRN. Yeah. There's so many different certifications wow. and stuff. Yeah. We need to offer more, uh, specialized CNEs on NurseCon. We're I think that's a, that's a goal for next God, year. We got so many I right know. now in the pipe. Yeah, we just hit over 70,000 members on the NurseCon app. So yep. thank you all. 72,000. 72,000 It's growing today. so much. That's so cool. Yeah, it's absolutely free. And you can get your CNEs. And we're yep. adding new ones all the time. All the time. And we have some awesome conversations. We have some conversations with over 2,500 people in that conversation. It's so fun. Like, it's really and People cool. are taking CNE classes and everything. So listen, yep. if you need free CNEs, NurseCon, where to get them? We have- If you just need- CNEs. Yeah. Why pay for them? Right. No, I'm saying, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, cool. Just download the app. I love it. I have a dear nurse Blake. Oh, fun. From Nicole. Hi, Blake and Brett with two T's. First off, I love your podcasting content. I listen to the podcast on my way to work and I'm always smiling and laughing and never fails to lift my mood. I was hoping to get some guidance. I'm a nurse. I promised everyone you wouldn't sing. Um, no, I'm gonna sing the I'm gonna sing the dear nurse Blake. Okay. Let's hear it. I'm a local nurse at the OBGYN clinic. Clinic. 
and I absolutely I love uh, <laughs> not me and Adele. You could catch me and Adele in Vegas. Oh, this I spring. hope she doesn't hear this podcast. <laughs> and I absolutely love my job. We have such a good team, and I'm frequently being told how much I'm valued and appreciated. We have a smaller staff, and I'm the only nurse at the clinic. And I've been cross-trained in most duties of the office. When someone is gone, I have to cover their position while still trying to do my own, and it wears me out mentally and physically. It also comes around full circle when I want to take time off. My anxiety is through the roof, knowing someone else will have to work harder because of me, so I rarely take any. I can't bring myself to complain. One, because I can't think of a solution myself, and two, because they treat me so well I don't want to complain. If you have any advice, that would be so great. So obviously you're awesome and an amazing team member, you know, on your staff, which is why you're so valued, which is awesome. But listen, it's, I feel like as nurses, we feel like it's our job to staff the units in the offices that we don't want to use our PTO because we feel bad, but it's your PTO. Like, How do you only have one nurse? You deserve, um, well, it's a, a OBGYN clinic. Oh, I see. So it's like a outpatient Monday through Friday kind of thing, maybe? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she says she does pretty much everything. Yeah. Cross-trained in most duties. Yeah, she probably <laughs> like, does everything. Probably everything. Yeah, everything. She everything. does everything. Small clinic. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's there's advantages and disadvantages to working at, at different types of facilities. You know, working at a small office, it sounds like she feels very valued, which is something yeah. really to covet right That's now. That's great. Because we're, we're, while a lot of nurses don't feel that way, but to every positive, there often is a negative, and she feels like she, they're they're not set up where she can leave that office and take time off, which of course is also very important. Um, it's it's all pluses and minuses. Yeah, it's a, when someone is gone, I have to cover their position while still trying to do my own, and it wears me out mentally and physically. So clearly, you're being you know worn down from having to do that. So I think the first thing you need to do is take some PTO for yourself. If you have PTO. Take it because you deserve a break and don't feel bad about it because you earned it, deserve it. And it's not your job to worry about staffing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I think that you can be, I think that you could possibly be constructive in the way that you approach. I mean, are there, and this is. Wait, wait, wait but that was just her, my first step to her. Oh, okay. Is take some time off. Take yes. your PTO. Yes. Second step, come back all refreshed. And then I would talk to your clinic manager and just let them know, you know, when someone's out, you know, I know most duties, so I'm I feel like I'm being worn out mentally and physically. Is there anything you could Well, it sounds like other people are taking off and that's and she's right. covering. I think maybe her weird position is if she's the only nurse, no one can really cover for her duties. Is yep. that am I, I don't I think it says right? she's the only nurse. Oh, I thought that's what it said. We have a smaller staff. Oh, um, she is. Yeah. Yes, you're right. So, and my comprehension ugh, my comprehension low. Oh, well, we're still <laughs> hella bus lagged by the way. I know. I'm still like, in, yeah, both yeah. of us slept like crap last night, yeah. but we're, we'll, we'll be back in it soon. But what I was going to say is, are there temporary nurses that could come in when she takes PTO? If that is what she's worried about, like, are there, like, can they, can they do temp staffing to cover for her so that she can actually take her PTO? Yeah, I guess I would like, I know your team's really good, but I'm curious if that includes management. Because if you have a really good and supportive nurse manager, it seems like 
there's a few problems here in terms of, you know, you wanting to take off and then like feeling bad, but yet you do so much for the clinic. So honestly, the clinic right. would probably shut down without you because you're probably because you're so awesome and everyone loves you. So I think it's it's a, a serious conversation that needs to be had with your manager, but it doesn't have to. I feel like as nurses, when we're talked to or feel, you know, we need to bring up something, it's always like negative because we always get so scared to just talk about it. But this could be a really easy conversation yeah. to have with yeah. your management team. Yeah, I feel like I'm in a position where I, I can't take my PTO because the yeah. team suffers so much. What can we do yeah. to come up with a solution for that? Yeah, I like that. I and, think it's and very then put easy. it on the manager. Right, right. Yeah, like for make sure. sure that you're communicating that to them. Yeah, um, That's your responsibility because that's the way that you feel. Although it, it this is also an actual like situation that, really management should already be thinking about. Right. But, you know, if you're feeling that way, bring it up to your manager in a constructive way yeah. and then put it on them to come up with a solution. Because at the end of the day, you deserve your PTO. You deserve to take breaks. Yep. You deserve to have a life outside of work. You deserve not to feel uh, stressed about leaving. Yeah. Um, and make, but making sure that you communicate that effectively. So we're going to do what Brett talks about, a shit sandwich. And we're going to do this for Nicole. It works. So a shit sandwich, I'm going to be Nicole. And okay. you're going to be the manager. Okay. So you do Hi, Nicole. two shit things and one good thing. So you first start no, out. No, no, you do two good things and you put the shit in the middle. You put the shit in the middle? Yeah. Oh, I thought you start with it. and no. then Well, no, the shit isn't in the sandwich. So, so you got the two pieces. Got it, got it, got it, got yeah, it. Yeah. Got it. So okay. um, hi. Hey. I'm Nicole. You know, I'm very, I love my job. Mm -hmm. I love it so much. I love working here. Oh, I feel so valued. You oh, thank you so much. But listen, I'm getting stressed and I feel like I can't take my PTO oh, because no. when I take my PTO, I know I'm like the only nurse and I do all these duties. So I want to make sure that, you know, I could take my PTO, especially because, you know, I'm cross-trained. I know practically everything, that's which I love so leave. much. I know that's why and you're so important. No, I definitely need to take my PTO. So I want a PTO. So I definitely want to work with you on a solution uh -huh. that we can solve that. Cool. What do you, what do you have in mind? <laughs> <laughs> so so that's so, time. That is time. Got it. Got kidding. it. So the, the most effective way to do a shit sandwich uh -huh. is to talk. Wait, let me be the manager. Oh, okay. Okay. You be Nicole. Okay. Hello. Come, come in. Wait, I have a meeting. Um, just meet me Oh, hey, manager, office. can I get you for just two seconds? Yeah, I just perfect. wanted to tell you, first of all, I absolutely love your hair. Aww, I don't know what you did so to much. it today, but it looks amazing. Second of thank all, you. I'm stressed to hell, uh -huh. and you need to figure out how to let me take PTO without the team suffering. Uh -huh. And by the way, where'd you get those shoes? They're amazing. <laughs> yes! That That's was a shit it. sandwich. That's a shit sandwich. Yeah. That's how it's done. That's how Nicole, you do it. You're going to do great. That is effective communication 101. Always wrap bad news with good things. You have got to report back, Nicole. Please report back. <laughs> Please we are so curious. Everyone is so curious. Um, and getting into shout outs. And listen, if you want to submit a Dear Blake or a shout out, you could do that through my website at nurseblake.com backslash podcasts. And if you want me to sing your shout out or your dear Blake, just put that in the note. Yeah. Um, if you want him to sing it, when you submit it, just make it italicized. And then he'll <laughs> oh my sing gosh. It. In cursive. In sing cursive. it in cursive. Uh, Marcella says, I'm a surgery tech and my wife, Jessica, is in, are you laughing? Are you laughing at me? I'm, uh, no, I'm, I'm kind of laughing at my shit sandwich. 
Oh, you're still laughing. <laughs> now you're like, oh, he thinks it. he's so funny. No, you st- do you want to open up my next comedy no, show? It was just your that look. That was really funny. It was just I loved your look. It. The look my on look? your face. Oh my I God. your hair. You were like <gasps> taking it back. I was so like, happy oh you commented. And then my jeans. Thank you your, so much. Your shoes. I say Thank your shoes, you. Yeah. Shoes, jeans, everything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a surgery tech and my wife, Jessica, is a new grad RN. I want to send her a huge shout out to let her know how incredibly proud I am of her. She was working full-time as a surgical tech while in nursing school uh, and during the pandemic. Plus, after us being newlyweds, she started nursing school right after we got back from our honeymoon. I'm in awe of her and all her hard work. Love you both and love to your fur babies. Love wins. Thank you so much. Congrats on being newlyweds. That is so awesome. And congrats to Jessica on being uh, a new grad. That's awesome. So awesome. I love that. Ariana. Ariana Grande? Uh, yeah. Ariana, I just want to give a shout out to the Honor Health employees on the sixth floor penthouse. Damn. You guys have been such a wonderful team, and I wouldn't be the nurse I am without you all. Mandy, I want to shout out to my bestie, Ariandre Benton. She works hard being the best nurse and advocate for her patients at work and still gives more to help my family with my stepfather who has Alzheimer's, all while having her own husband and kids to tend to. She always offers uh, to come entertain my kids after I come off night shift. She truly is superwoman. Thank you, um, Adrienne, for being the most amazing BFF ever. I'm glad we get to work together navigating through this crazy thing called life. Aw, work spouses. And then Michelle, shout out to myself. Yeah, yes! yes! Get it, Michelle. A shout out to myself. I love that energy. Shout out to myself for landing a new job today. Making the decision to leave my beloved L&D and switch to outpatient recovery hasn't been easy, but I'm proud of myself for putting my mental and physical needs the first. Good for you. I look forward to learning a new patient population and meeting my coworkers. I love that, Michelle. Congratulations. And I feel like that message can go off to Nicole, too. You know, sometimes we feel like the world is on our shoulders and we have to hold it up. And that's very hard. But you know what? At the end of the day, we're replaceable. We are. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, we, I mean, really, we are. And you have to care for yourself mentally and physically first. Yeah. And Michelle's so proud of herself. She wanted to shout out herself. That's amazing. I love so, that. Yeah. But And back to Nicole, it seems like you love your job. And you said, I absolutely love my job. So that doesn't mean you need to leave, but definitely is something that needs to be addressed. It just needs to be addressed. Yeah. There, you know, in, in, I'm more, I'm not a nurse, so I'm more business focused, but, but like there is always a solution to every problem. Oh, as nurses, we get very scared when it comes to, you know, speaking up for ourselves, I think is and advocating for ourselves. It's like really hard. I I mean, in our heads, I think. Yeah. Or maybe just in my head, but I feel like a lot of (laughs) nurses would share this sentiment. I think that's a pretty common. Yeah. I think that's a pretty common sentiment and something that is just, is so important. You are valuable. Yeah. You know, you need to know your, your own worth. You need to, you are so valued at that facility. There is no reason they can't come up with solutions. Even right. if it ends up costing them a little money, you're valuable. Right. You know, For they sure. have to bring in a temporary replacement because you want to go on a on nurse con at sea. Yes. Coming up. Um, you know, you, you should be able to be in a position and it's the business's responsibility. It is the clinic's responsibility yep. to figure that out. Yep. But you got to be confident and verbalize it. 
Love you, Nicole. Good luck with everything. Please report back. Thank you so much for all the shout outs. I heard Brett drop Nurse Khan at Sea. We just released a few weeks ago our full education schedule. You could check that out. It is awesome. We have a great lineup. You could check all that out at nurseconatsea.com. We can't wait to see you on the ship in April. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you all have a good week. And again, happy 40th birthday, babe. Aw, thanks, baby. Aw, I love you so much. I love you too. Have a good week. Have a good day. You You have a good day. (laughs) No, you. (laughs) You really liked my hair? I love your hair. I love that. Thank you so much. All right. Bye, guys. Bye, everyone.